Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Never Ending Roads podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Rhodes. Hello, how is everyone doing this week? I hope everyone is doing good. Um, January is almost over, if you can believe it. I can't because I feel like January just started, but I'm also kind of glad that it's almost over because personally for me, January is the worst month of the year. Now, I say this because this For me, I feel like this is when seasonal depression is at its peak. Just because, like, there's nothing really to look forward to. Personally, for me, maybe your birthday's in January and that's something to look forward to. I mean, my nephew's birthday is in January. But I just think that January can be a very depressing time. (laughs) Um, And I have personally felt that. I'm not in college right now so I've just kind of been sitting at home and I've been a bump on a log and just kind of trying to find my footing this new year and it's been really hard but like last episode I have found some ways to just kind of keep me going keep pushing through because there is a light at the end of the tunnel I promise it's hard but we can all get there and we can all get through it (laughs) Um, so with all that being said, I was thinking about what to do for this week's podcast episode, and it's something that I needed to do for myself. Now, I have been going through a lot recently, and I just, I don't know, I haven't been very vocal about it. I tend to bottle things up a lot, which is not good. I don't recommend. <laughs> Please talk to someone. But um, that's just the type of person that I am. I bottle things up. I don't want to talk about it. I choose to suffer in silence and that's not good. So I'm kind of <laughs> going to use today's episode as a little outlet for me, a little journal, if you will. But I'm just going to kind of vent about all the things that I'm going through. and. You'll kind of get to know the tea in my life right now. So, with all of that being said, I am going to talk about all things college (laughs) this week. Um, And there's a lot, at least for me. And like I said, I'm currently not in school, and that's because my school does a jam term. So, the month of January, you can either choose to study or you can take it off. And I saw that as a great opportunity to lay around the house and not doing any- do anything, and that's exactly what I've been doing. Um, all jokes aside, what they don't tell you about Jan term is that you can only study one class, and you have to take that class for three hours every single day. Now, when my advisor told me that, I was like, you've got to be kidding. 
And he was like, no, they don't tell you that about Jan term until you actually get to a Jan term. Because for me, I was like, oh my gosh, one month of a full semester worth of credits? Why not? And so I was going to sign up for like a bunch of different classes. I get my PE credit, my math credit, all these things out of the way. And my advisor was like, nope, you only have to pick one class. And whatever class you choose, you have to sit through that for three hours, Monday through Friday. And I was like, mm, I would rather sit at home and do nothing than sit in a math class for three hours every single day. That's just, that's my opinion. Now, there have been some really cool classes that my school offers, like ice skating or water aerobics or just stuff like that, that I wouldn't mind doing. And I'm not sure, don't quote me on this, but I'm not sure all the classes are three hours. I think it really just depends on the professor. But I know most classes are three hours long. And to me, that just, that sounds like more misery than it does fun. So I chose to not take a Jan term. However, Jan term is now coming to an end and the spring semester is about to start, which I'm excited for, but I'm also not excited for. I don't know how I feel about college right now. I'm in that kind of awkward, I have a weird relationship with college, (laughs) and I just kind of want to talk about that today because I know I'm not the only one who feels this way sometimes, but um, I just want to talk about all things college. So first off, I want to talk about how I chose the college that I'm going to. I am currently going to Whitworth University, and honestly, I did not put much thought in how I chose my college. The reason why I chose this college is because, one, it's close to where I live, and so I can live at home and not live in a dorm, because I don't know why, but I... (laughs) Something about communal living kind of freaks me out, and I'm sure I'd have to eventually figure it out, but I just chose not not to put myself through that right now. Um, obviously, that's not the only reason I don't like dorms, but there's just a lot of things that kind of went into account of why I didn't want to do communal living, um, and also all the other colleges in my hometown are either more expensive than Whitworth, or literally everyone and their dog is going to that college. Um, So that's kind of why I chose Whitworth. Also because they offered me some pretty good scholarships, which I am very fortunate to get, and we will get a little more into this deeper. But essentially, my whole first year is paid for. So I'm currently not paying for college, which I know is not the case for a lot of people. And my heart goes out to them because college is ridiculously expensive. I don't understand why. And I think that's kind of why I'm at the point, like mentally, where I'm at in college is because even though I'm not paying for it, I'm still choosing to further my education. And some parts in my brain kind of just sit here and be like, you know, you could just choose to get a nine-to-five job and live off of that, and there's nothing wrong with that. My parents have a nine-to-five job, and they are making amazing money, and they're happy, and, you know, there's literally nothing wrong with that. But also part of me is that I am a first-generation college student, and I feel like it is my goal to just graduate from college 
whether I actually do something with my degree or not, just graduating from college, there's a lot of pressure on me that feels like I have to graduate. Just being a first generation college student, which if you don't know what that means, it basically means that your parents, no one in your immediate family has went to college. You were the first sibling or daughter or whatever to go to college. And there's a lot of pressure. Like I've talked to both of my parents about it and neither of them are forcing me to go to college or anything. But I just feel like there's this unspoken rule or kind of unspoken, I guess you could say like expectancy (laughs) that I should graduate from college, which is, there's a lot of stress that comes with that. And I know I'm not the only one who, who experiences this. So I don't know. There's, I don't, I'm, I'm facing it. I'm going through it. And there's not really a cure (laughs) for the first generation blues, (laughs) but we are going to get through it and we're going to graduate from college. And if we do something with our degree, great. If we don't, that's also great. We're going to be okay. (laughs) A big thing that also comes with choosing a college is also your major. So for me, my major is communications, which you can literally go to almost any school and they have a communications degree or they offer one. So for me, choosing a college with my degree wasn't very like, it wasn't a red flag for me because every college that I was looking at has a communications program, but that also isn't the case for everyone. Some colleges offer more programs than other ones. Like for example, Eastern Washington University, they're a great, they have a great teaching program. Um, Other colleges have great nursing programs. Some colleges are just better with certain degrees than others. And so that might also tailor what college you want to go to. If you choose a degree like mine, communications, your options are a lot more wide. Now, I'm not trying to persuade you to choose a broad degree. But when I graduated high school, I did not know what I wanted to do. And I had a fear of switching my degree 10 times because everyone, which there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone says like, yeah, I switched my major X amount of times. But for me, I was like, I just want to find a degree, settle with it and graduate with it. I don't want to have to switch it and switch it, find classes that match this degree and then you know, be stressing about whether I'm meeting my degree criteria or not, or my major, sorry, I keep saying degree, but my major criteria. Um, And so I chose communications because one, I love communications. That's why I do this podcast. That's why I do public speaking. That's why I do a lot of the things that I do. And so for me, I am very passionate about communications, but it also is such a broad major that you can do a lot with it. You can be a receptionist or you can be a public motivational speaker or you can be a podcaster. You can be a lot with um, a degree. And honestly, that is the case with a lot more degrees nowadays is you can do a lot more than just be this one little thing. You can have more leeway now, which I think is something very good that the world is turning to. And it wasn't always that way. So I'm very happy that's kind of where we're moving at now, but that's also how I chose my college in a way. 
Um, so now I kind of want to move into college itself and what it's like for me and all the things and just talk about my classes and my mental health throughout college because it has been a whirlwind and I just kind of want to keep you guys in the loop because I do love to talk about mental health on this podcast. This is a mental health podcast so I love to talk about all things like that and just kind of keep you guys in the loop because I know that a lot of my audience is either college students or they went to college or are going to college and I just want you guys to not be blindsided by some feelings that you have or just not be left in the dust or in the dirt about any of these things and I just want you to know that you're not alone and that I'm here and I am a suffering college student too (laughs) and it's okay we are going to get through it but real quick before I jump into how college is going right now I want to jump in for a quick ad break this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp the new year can be a hard time for many people including myself You see the words, new year, new me, written everywhere, and it's kind of getting to you. But what if I told you it didn't have to be that way? What if this year you started, new year, same me? Therapy is a great way to find your strengths and make beneficial changes without it being too overwhelming or daunting. If you're thinking about therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online to fit perfectly in your everyday schedule, and my favorite part is you can switch therapists anytime to find the perfect person tailored to your needs with no additional cost. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash roads today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash roads. All right, jumping right back into the episode. I figured that that was a great time to do an ad break because let me tell you, my mental health was rough during college. That is when the peak of my anxiety hit and I was just going through a lot. And honestly, I still am going through a lot. Let's be brutally honest here. College is not easy. And I think that a lot of people don't say a lot about college. They say that, oh, it's a lot more difficult than high school and honestly it's more difficult in a mental health way it's I would say it's about the same academic wise and let me put a disclaimer I'm a communications major there's not a lot that goes into that now nursing I'm sure that is really hard (laughs) and maybe even music or something like that too but I am a communications major There's not a lot that goes into that. So let me just put that disclaimer out there. I'm not bashing on anyone and I'm not trying to say that college is easy because I know finals are tough and all that stuff. Anyways, um, I do want to talk about grades because grades were huge for me um, in high school and even in college. Now, I was a straight A student in high school. I did not get a 4.0 GPA, but I got a 3.9 GPA. And that was pretty good for me. Like I bragged about it a lot because I was very happy with where I was. I worked hard to get that 3.9. Now, when I got to college, I quickly realized that having a bare minimum of a 3.0 
was going to be hard enough. And I am going to tell you right now that my GPA is a 2.8. Now, that was really hard for me when I saw that on the screen. And it was actually just last week when I saw that. I looked, I got my transcript because um, I am switching colleges, which I will get more into that in just a second. But um, when I went to send my transcript over, I was like, oh, let me just take a peek at it. Um, my, I took a peek at my unofficial transcript. And it gave me my GPA, and my GPA was a 2.9. And I was like, oh my gosh, I thought I did so good. And so then I kind of dove deeper, and I started looking at more of my classes and what my grades were in my classes. And I got a better grade in French than I did public speaking. I, when I tell you, I wanted to throw up because I thought I was doing really good in my public speaking class and my professor would pull me out in the hallway and tell me how great I was at public speaking and he would ask to use my videos to show as an example in other public speaking classes and so I was really excited about that class and I thought I performed really well. Now, the grade that I got in that class wasn't a bad grade. I got a B, but I got a better grade in French than I did in my public speaking class. And honestly, I think what hurt me the most is I struggled more in French than I did my public speaking class. And so to me, I was like, it just kind of showed me my worth ethic and kind of kind of it kind of took me off of my high horse which I needed but it kind of put me in a position where I was like man I worked so much harder for that B plus than I did for a B and I'm so disappointed in that B because it came easy and I think that was kind of my motto in high school is just like I didn't work super hard for that 3.9 GPA. It almost came to me naturally because I'm going to be honest, I was a class or I was a teacher's pet. And I'm not saying that as like I sucked up to them, I did all this, but teachers definitely liked me because I was nice to them and I got to know them on a deeper level. I would ask them how their day was. I got to I just I got to know them more than just a teacher. But in college, I realized that that doesn't matter. Like, all your professors are going to like you, but it's more important that you work harder. And honestly, your work does pay off. But also, with that being said, I talked to the director at Mission Peak Leadership Camp, and he told me, he was like, Isabel, just because you got a lower grade in public speaking, does not mean you performed worse in that class. It simply means that that is how the professors graded you. And that kind of made me take a step back. And I was like, man, you're right. Like, just because I worked harder in one class and got a better grade and another class came natural to me and got a lower grade, that doesn't mean that I'm bad at public speaking. 
It just means that's how the professor graded me in that case, if that makes sense. So along with the grade topic, I remember in my French class when um, we took, I think it was our second exam. It might have been something around that. But um, we took our second exam and I personally had to teach myself how to study because I don't think a lot of people or teachers in high school really teach you how to study. I mean, for me, everything has always been like open note, open book, all the things like that. So I always had those resources at hand. But once you get to college, a lot of the things are closed book and closed notes and you have to memorize them and it's really hard and so I had to kind of teach myself how to study because studying for me was doing flashcards and that just didn't work in some cases for college so I had to find what was best for me and honestly I'm still trying to figure that out so if you have any tips for studying please let me know but um, that was a constant battle and still is a constant battle of finding what is the best for me to retain information and remember it. Um, but with that, when I took my French exam, I remember I felt so good about it. And I walked out of the class and in the group chat, we were all texting and we're like, how does everyone think they did? Da, 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 da. And I was like, I'll be happy if I got a C because this was our first like big test that was gonna be a big part of our grade and I was like you know I'll give myself some leeway and I'll be happy if I got a seat so I remember someone texted and they're like oh my gosh you guys grades came out everyone check your grade what did everyone get and there was this girl in my class and she was like oh man I got a b I got like I think it was like 82 percent or something and someone else was like oh I got a c and we were all talking about ways that we can help each other study So then I went on and I looked at my grade and I got an F. I got a 52%. I have never in my life gotten an F. So I I honestly cried and I felt my self-worth deteriorate. And I remember texting the group chat and I said, I got 52%. And someone texted back and they were like, no worries, it's not that bad. We can help you study. And I just remember that text kind of haunting me because she was so upset that she got a B. But I had to be okay with an F. And I was like, that just doesn't make sense in my head. Why is everyone telling me that I tried my best, that I did okay? When I literally see this F haunting me on the front of my paper. And so from that point on, I kind of made it a goal for myself to study and give it your all. And if you get another F, that's okay. As long as you gave it your all and you did all that you could and you studied and you studied and you studied and you did all the pre-work for it and you just did everything you could. But I remember when I got that first F, I was like, I'm going to fail college. And I'm here to tell you that the class that I got an F in turned out to be the class that I had the highest grade in, which is so funny to me 
Because yes, even though it was a French class, any foreign language is hard. But the class that I got an F on, and the class that was so hard for me to just show up to every single day, was the class that I had the best grade on for my transcript. (laughs) And so if that doesn't tell you anything, I don't know what does. But I just want to tell you to keep pushing through and that a bad grade does not define your worth. And if you have to say that 10 times in the mirror, do it. Because a bad grade does not define your worth. And I want you to truly believe that in the bottom of your heart. So now that we kind of talked about grades and the nitty gritty of them, I do want to go back to the elephant in the room of me saying that I'm switching colleges. Now this has been a constant battle in my mind of what I should do, what I should not do, XYZ, but I have made the big girl decision to switch colleges. And the reason is it ultimately comes down to money (laughs) and it comes down to what is best for me. Now when I first made this decision, a lot of people told me that I'm a follower, that I'm a people pleaser and da 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 because ironically I am switching to the college that my boyfriend is at which yes I know that does sound like I'm just following him down there but looking at the numbers it is a way cheaper college than mine right now and really quick I just want to rewind because I know I said that my first year is paid for and with scholarships Don't get me wrong, I love scholarships, but in my case, it was almost a too-good-to-be-true moment where they told me that I was getting a full four-year full-ride scholarship, and then this year came around and they were like, oh, your family's income has changed, therefore you have enough money to pay for college now. And I don't know if you know, but Whitworth University is around... $40,000 to $60,000 a year. That is crazy. That is more than a down payment on a house (laughs) in some cases. Um, And I simply just don't have that money. And personally, for me, I am doing this for my family. And this is something that I haven't told them. And I don't know if they're listening or not. But if it takes me moving, across the state to keep my family out of debt for several years, then I will do that because I am choosing to be selfless in this decision. And from the outside point of view, I know it does sound very selfish, but I'm choosing to not be in debt for a long time. And I still may be in debt by switching colleges, but I won't be hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt because the college that I am switching to is only $6,000 a year without any scholarships, whereas Whitworth is $60,000 a year. So to me, it's just a no-brainer that I would do that anyways. Um, But yeah, so that is one of the big reasons that I'm doing it. I am also doing it just because I feel it is in my best interest Um, that this college would be better for me. I feel like they support 
my journey and where I'm at more than Whitworth does. And I'm not here to bash on Whitworth. Whitworth is a really great school and I would encourage anyone to go there. But for me and where my goals are and everywhere that I want to go right now, that is just not aligning with Whitworth. And so I'm choosing what is best for me and that is switching colleges. And so I'm still going to finish this year out at Whitworth. I am going to go this last semester, but come September, I will be moving and starting a new journey, which I am very terrified for. Don't get me wrong. I have never moved away from my family and I have never really even moved. I mean, I've moved from house to house, but we've stayed in the same city. So moving across the state is very big for me, but I think that this is also a very big girl move and I am an adult now, so I think this is a great way to start my adulthood. Um and it took a lot for my family to be on board, but my family has always been very supportive of me and I love them unconditionally for that. So I'm very excited to announce that I will be moving. But um, I just wanted to keep you guys in the loop with that and not leave you in the dark. But we still have time. And yes, I still will be doing this podcast. So don't worry. (laughs) But with that all being said, I just want everyone to know that even if you are not in college, I fully support you 100%. You have my support. And if you are in college, keep going. You're doing great. It's really hard. Life in general is really hard. I don't think anyone has successfully just done life like mental health free. And if you have, please let me know what like the trick is because mental health is such it's such a roller coaster of a journey and it matters so much. So please do not take your mental health for granted because your mental health matters. But with that being said, I love you and I support you no matter where you are at in your journey. And I just want you to keep going. Don't stop. It's worth it in the end. I promise. So with that being said, I will see you guys next week and I hope you stay happy, stay safe, stay healthy until then. And I will see you guys next week on the Never Ending Roads podcast. Bye guys. Thank you.